There's something so indescribably sexy about you standing in the middle of a crowd. Uh, this is going to hurt you a lot more than it will me, I'm happy to say. Mornings are about to get nasty. It's the Mizzy Bender Show. Hey everyone, thank you so much Tampa, Connecticut. Oh my God, we are going all over the United States right now. Freaking phenomenal. So on SDC, my name is Mizzy Bender and we are also under Mind Bender Parties. If you are interested in joining SDC, the largest international swingers website, community and events and all sorts of other stuff, send me a message, email me, mizzybender at outlook.com and I will give you a promo code. So, Los Angeles, Maryland, awesome. All right, everyone, so I'm Mizzy Bender. I am a swingers, lifestyle educator, influencer, advocate, businesswoman, you name it, I do it all. And I'm so happy that you're joining me today on today's episode. It is a community submitted question, so it's really important for us to tackle it, share our point of view, and be delicate on the subject. So with that being said, I think we're kind of, okay, so even though this is a a topic specifically on body insecurities, if you have a question along the way, please feel free to put it in the discussion threads. I am gonna go be, go, I will be going back and forth, listening to, you know, trying to read them and also answer them. If I don't see your message because they're flying real fast on Instagram, you know, send me an email and I can post a, a answer back. I've been trying to do that with everything. Hey Matthew, welcome to Facebook. Okay, so this is this. We're gonna get started. Shoot, I messed up my, I don't know what this is. Um, I just gotta get it into my notes here. And I'm going to read the question. So for those of you that are super new to my live series and my podcasts, I do this as a community-built segment. So what I mean by that is somebody reaches out to me with a question, and I then put it into our discussion groups and allow everybody to answer and put their thoughts out there. I think it's the best way for us to share different points of views, perspectives, male, female, and all that jazz. And it's not just simply coming from my own point of view. So that's kind of how this works. And so I take everything and I build it and I put it into this little, my little iPad, and I get my discussions going. So this is, of course, of course everything can't go smooth. Okay, so this is the question. So a gentleman wrote in to me about a week or two ago and I thought that it was really bold of him to feel confident enough in me and have the conversation with me. So this is what he says. He says, hi Mizzy, I absolutely love your content and really enjoy listening to your take on different subjects. I have a topic I would like to pose to you. This is embarrassing, but I would love to gain some more insight into the issue from others. 
I am extremely self-conscious regarding my penis. Which I know what you're going to say, all guys are, but here's the thing. Not only is my penis on the smaller size, I also have had surgery done a few years back to correct some problems I was having. As a result of that, while it is much more functional now than it was before, it does look a little different. This has always been a source of embarrassment for me, and it's something that concerns me with new play partners. I always feel like I need to have this discussion with a potential play partner before anything goes on, but I've been told that may not be the best scenario, as it tends to scare people off or make them second guess play with me. So what are your thoughts and feelings on this? Do you think it makes sense to talk about it with somebody beforehand? Or do you think it is best to just roll with things and let whatever is going to happen, happen? I never had someone say anything about it after the fact, but it is always in my head wondering what they think about it. So there it is. That's my topic for you. I seriously can't believe that I'm sending this to you, but I genuinely am interested to hear other people's take on this and am I overthinking it? Goodness gracious. What's up, Jim? Thank you for joining. So I thought that this was a really interesting topic. Number one, because I think that everybody in general is really insecure with their bodies. Whether you're a swinger, adult lifestyle of whatever variation it is, in general, I think an insecurity is a natural human thing, right? And so there's a lot of different things that I could tap into from my own personal perspective and I'm going to even though it's a little bit yeah it's embarrassing and yes it's a little uncomfortable but it's relatable and everybody needs to know that we're all on the same page so I'm going to go back to one not so you know whatever and then one one thing that really bothers me growing up and and I I mean I acknowledge this all the time I'm a very hairy individual I don't care I'm Italian and German it's just my nationality my arms are super hairy growing up I was like just ridiculous I couldn't wait until I was the age to be able to shave and just be able to <laughs> just get rid of all this hair when I was in junior high school high school I was definitely even more insecure about my own self for some odd reason, and, and even to this day, I mean, it's getting better, but like I excessively sweat from my armpits. So when I was going in, you know, when I was in high school, not only am I excessively sweating from my armpits, having to like cover up myself and like, you know, try and layer up so like you didn't see all my pit stains, here I am like this hairy human being trying to navigate through school. So, you know, I started shaving my arms and I started doing all these things to get away from that okay whatever I eventually as time has gone on and I've become 40 years old I don't really give a flying fuck that I'm really hairy anymore because what am I gonna do about it that's just the way that I was born and that is what it is but the other day I think it was Thanksgiving as a matter of fact I was on Instagram and Facebook I was doing a live series here and just shooting the shit over nothing and my arm came close to the camera you know how many comments on Instagram I received about having hairy arms and like I should like I mean all these outrageous things and I just I couldn't even believe it first off I mean it's so immature and it's so ridiculous 
for individuals to be on social media and have nothing better to do than to just scroll and put these ridiculous comments down. But at the same time, like, why do I even care? I kind of find it to be humorous and funny that that's the one thing that others can call out <laughs> in this particular video. So I thought it was really interesting that this particular situation happened as I was getting ready to prepare for this show because it is a real live example as to a full circle insecurity that at one point in time those negative comments on social media could have really hurt my self-esteem and could have really made me feel bad about myself because it was something that was already broken inside of me. But we can't allow the judgment of others to impact how we personally feel about ourselves. So honestly, it's just noise and, you know, whatever with what you guys say. But, you know, I just thought that was perfect for to a perfect way to slide into this particular topic. The other thing, and I'm gonna break for a second because I see I have a comment. Matthew says, hello, Mizzy. This topic hits really close to home for me. My body insecurities are excessively limiting and so hard to deal with, even knowing it's mostly just in my own head. And I totally understand. Um, the one thing, the other thing that I'll say to relate specifically to this topic. Uh, so I was married for a very long time and it was a really complicated marriage of which there was a lot of a lot of degrading in a really bad way and one of the things that my ex-husband said to me no joke like I feel like it was like after one of the first times we we actually had sex and I will also say he was an alcoholic and so I didn't really put all these pieces together until a long time later but in one of his drunken episodes he a lot of times when he was drunk, he would just belligerently just throw things and, and be really nasty. One of the things that he had said to me was that my vagina looks like sloppy roast beef. And that to this day still sticks with me because number one, I mean, it's not like, you know, prior to the lifestyle, I wasn't out there examining vaginas. I wasn't out there looking at, you know, cross comparing of like what mine looks like versus what somebody else's looks like. And I certainly wasn't concentrating on that kind of homework during watching porn or anything of the sorts. And I also, that wasn't part of my, my world at that time. So when he said that to me, it really made me cringe inside and really made me feel super insecure with myself and really made me feel insecure about playing with anybody, let alone a new partner. Like, I couldn't even tell you when I first met Spencer and, like, had to have some sort of sexual interaction with him, I was really nervous about it because I didn't know what he was going to say based upon, you know, this thing that my ex-husband had said to me. And it took me a really long time and a lot of I don't know that it's reassuring from my current partner, but the things that he says to me makes me feel not bad about it anymore. And although, yeah, it does come from within, I do think sometimes we need the support of others, such as this kind of forum, to understand that we each have something individually about our body or more that make us really uncomfortable. And to say it out loud and to own it almost takes away anything that anybody can throw at you about it because you're owning it for your own self. And so, yeah, I have hairy arms. What the fuck ever? You know, like, throw something else at me. 
it it's so you know like so i think in these moments it's super critical for there to be empathy and and i don't know what the other emotional support systems would be for that because it is a really bad feeling inside it's really bad to be able to stand there and not feel comfortable in your own skin so for me to say hey you know what your eyes look really great today or that lipstick color is amazing your sneakers are sensational that small comment or that small little bit of encouragement that you could give to somebody else can take away that piece of insecurity that they're having about themselves. So whenever you see me hashtagging kindness is free, I wholeheartedly mean it because your kindness can go a really long way when somebody else is having a really rough day. And you don't even know what that rough day is because our insecurities take over so far much that we get lost in it sometimes and I'll, I'll share some more examples of my own self and then we'll get into some comments uh, by the community and their thoughts on it so some of the things here Jim says you know I just thought that was I I, I just thought that was I have ex I have tremendous anxiety about my body issues. I used to be very insecure about my size, but have grown much more confident over the past few years. Yeah, you know what? I think it's funny every time I see those memes and it's like whatever the age is and you just don't give a fuck anymore. I'm actually wearing my shirt and you could get the zero fucks given at Mizzy's Boutique, um, which we're having a Black Friday sale right now. I'll mention to everybody, Black Friday 23, you get 40% off of everything. So... I'm wearing my Zero Fucks Given shirt, and I think that it's perfect to sit here and go to this particular episode with this to say I don't give a fuck what anybody says about my body because it is me, and I am confident in it, and I I can't sit in that forever. You know, how, how long will you sit in your insecurities for? Although I understand it's really difficult to get past it day by day, but if you really think about it, I don't want to hold on to this for the rest of my life because that's just damaging me and that's just that's really just hurting me and it's cutting me off from being able to enjoy so many different things it's not it's not cutting off you know my partner in any kind of way it's not impacting any of you guys in any way it's all me and so for that especially in the swingers lifestyle to be able to get past those insecurities so you can open up and be your best free lifestyle self and enjoy all of those things that we're looking to do when we're at the events and everything I know for me specifically I pretty much have a breakdown before every fucking event now and that happens because my body has oops Instagram sorry about that my body has changed so much over the last year where I am no longer listen I'm I don't I'm not saying I'm over overweight or anything of the sorts but I'm a little bit more cushiony than what I'm used to and it's a lot for me to grow into and it's tough sometimes you know it's when you look a certain way in an outfit you know four months ago versus what you look in the outfit now it's hard to wrap your head around it especially if you're going there half naked so I get so jammed up and I get so tweaked and so twisted about having to wear whatever it is that I'm wearing before these events and like I have to sit there and I have to game plan and, and prep myself into being like, no, uh, this is all in your head. Just fucking stop it already. Just be confident and, you know, just do what you need to do. And I'm trying to get there for the events, 
with the outfits and stuff but I, I think that I've come to the realization that as I'm growing older my style is changing so I don't think that it's necessarily that I don't look good in the outfits I think it's what I want to wear has changed and so I'm still trying to force myself into you know what I wore a couple of years ago not the same outfit style wise recognizing the fact that that's just not where I'm at anymore. I, you know, I want to be fucking more comfortable. I want to be warmer. You know, I, I don't really give a fuck about not having hardly any clothes off on initially because they're probably going to come off later on in the night anyways. So, like, what difference does it make, right? So, like, I don't know what my problem is. Um, okay, so Chris is saying, this world is so judgmental and pathetic sometimes. Yeah, and, you know, I don't understand why we have an automatic negative thought process on things instead of keeping things at, like, a positive tone at all times. Like, I, and I think that's one of the reasons why I try and stay so, you know, positive and encouraging all the time because I know what it feels like and I've already lived that life of not being there, so... To, I never want to go back there and I never want any of you to be in that place either so I can't imagine being judgmental or non-accepting um, okay so hold on I've for those women who are not confident about their size I love your size all women are so sexy and beautiful every size mr. Alex Manzo says out Manzo Alex which is your first name and which is your can you tell me which is your first and which like say this is my first name um hi Mark um let's see Randy what's up Ernest what's up I have social anxiety. In person, I have a hard time trying to communicate with others and I shut down and I don't speak. So I miss out on opportunities to connect. And that's my issue. I didn't mean to go off topic. I just thought I would share. So I think that that's a really great addition too because I think that that plays into our insecurities. If you, because what ends up happening is social anxiety takes over and then you have, you know, all sorts of insecurities going on and you're kind of like swirling out of control. And so I understand because that happens to me a lot at our events. I'm fortunate enough to be able to hunker down and hide out in Mizzy's boutique when I get overwhelmed or I have the team around me that helps kind of calm me down when that's happening. But I miss out on opportunities all the time. I say it frequently that if Spencer, my partner, or Luna, our unicorn, is not, you know, introducing me to somebody or bringing me around, I'm probably not going to be the one that's forthcoming and coming to say hi to you. That's just not how it's going to be. I have social anxiety myself. I really like my space and just like want to know what my surroundings are. And so, everything plays into it you know and then like I said the head swirl starts to go and you're just like motherfucker here we go and it is not fun um Randy says beauty is in the high in the eye of the beholder yeah I love that and I love that so many people do share that comment when we are doing these discussion threads because it really is I say it all the time because one of the things that bothers me greatly about the swingers lifestyle is the um, ratings of who is, 
you know, better looking than the next person. And frankly, um, I don't understand where that scale is because what I feel is beautiful is not what you feel is beautiful. And what I find to be attractive may not be the same to you. So I don't understand how there could be, you know, this this number scale of like where we fit in, in and just in society in general too, but I completely understand. Um, let's see. My issue, Mark says, is people compliment me on my looks, being in shape, etc. Yet, my not enough issues try to tell them why they are wrong instead of just saying thank you. Working on it. My mirror image is obviously different and than how others see me. Mark, thank you so much for sharing that. I think that we can all relate in that way where we automatically just want to say, well, this is what I'm doing to improve. And it is really hard to take a compliment. Um, I know that I have a few mentors that work with me on these types of issues with my own self. And I think it's just a matter of, you know, having somebody safe to talk to or journaling it out. So, you know, you're constantly working on, you know, fixing why you feel like these are not, you know, you have these not enough issues. I know for a matter of fact that I was working on my not being enough issues way up until like this year. I'm most certain I have resolved them, but it really took my mentor, Lorenzo, he's on Instagram. I mean, you could find him everywhere, but it really took him working with me and having a lot of conversation with me saying like, <laughs> basically telling me I'm crazy, being like, you are absolutely insane and like, you just have to feel it. And so I think that that's the only way that we get past it is just by really just talking through it and not letting it go until you feel really comfortable with it. Um, I just recently re made a commitment to myself about journaling. I love to journal and I've gotten a little sidetracked on my consistency with it, but I am going into, you know, the winter here and I think it's really important to get on a schedule and really get yourself through the winter months, the longer days that are darker, it gets colder, that hibernation, and we kind of get lost in the thing, in things. I actually been bringing the 75 day challenge back, so this will help with things, but you know, committing to myself to journaling first thing in the morning instead of jumping on social media immediately is my new commitment. And my and I'm doing this mark because I want to make sure that those not enough it, you know, not enough feelings of mine never come back, that I'm staying on top of it, and then I'm continuously working through those bumps that I have because, you know, let's face it, it we're always going to have them, and it's just a matter of how we deal with them is, you know, where we're going to take things. So thank you for sharing that. Um, Nicholas says, believe it or not, I have a little social anxiety myself especially on the internet. I'm more of meeting people in person. Well, Nicholas, that's really funny that you say that because you write like these fucking paragraphs on social media. So I find that to be funny. Um, not, not, not knocking your social anxiety. I just, you know, acknowledging. Um, but hey, listen, it's one of the reasons why I smoke a lot of pot. I eat mushrooms. You know, I, I do do things to help ease my anxiety and my social anxieties and stuff. And so... You know, I, I microdose on the mushrooms. I think they're really great. <laughs> All right, so we've gone a lot uh, in, in a lot of different directions here, really just trying to talk about um, 
my perspective and how I feel about it to be able to be relatable to you guys. But now we're going to get into community submitted. And these are some of the comments that others have made. First, I'm going to go to Instagram. Um, I've found that if you emulate someone you respect, your lifestyle will turn toward the positive. I'm codependent. It is a flaw or self, uh, a flaw of self uh, perception. I do really believe in um, manifestation, and I do really believe in what you think is what happens. A hundred percent, I really do. I think that you have to keep that positive mindset at all times, and you have to just keep trucking forward and not allow yourself to get lost in those things. In my marriage, I was also very codependent, and trying to find a healthy place in a new relationship was difficult and challenging because it makes you question everything that it is that you know and you know went through and 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 try and figure out how to learn how to be a different person and how to be your own person actually and there are times where i'll be truthful like i'm still working through it you know we'll be walking through the store and spencer will be like jesus christ like you're up my fucking ass like what is the deal and it's just like sometimes i just you know there's like that connectivity that i don't know i just am annoying and so but i'm working on it and we really i personally have really come a long way in my own independence versus you know five years ago to now when I first started in the swingers lifestyle to where I got to here so I don't know um, okay so first comment here I thought this was kind of funny but I totally understood sex is like pizza there is a box thin crust and a deep dish everyone has preferences but it's also about how and where at home, at a food cart, on the street, or even in a restaurant where you get served one slice at a time. It's more than just getting full. Lesbians cry over fingers after a breakup. And, you know, I just thought that this was a great, fun, light way to go into such a sensitive topic on body insecurities. For those of you that are joining on Instagram, I'm Mizzy Bender. I am a swingers lifestyle educator, influencer, and we're talking about body insecurities and um, I, I thought it was really funny because I was like, oh my God, lesbians crying over fingers breaking. And it's so true, right? I mean, if you have like great finger work, that is dynamite. I can squirt and come in two seconds from, you know, getting fingered. And I love that. I think that that is not um, a sexual act that is used frequently enough. It's probably one of my biggest kinks. I love it. Um, okay, indeed, it causes me to isolate unless I am being self-aware um, constantly. Dube, I completely understand, but since you're self-aware, that's the first step to helping you get through to where you need to be. So just stick with it. You'll get there. And it's true. You know, everybody as I mentioned earlier, is attracted to different things. So, okay, so maybe one person might be attracted to this kind of vagina. Maybe somebody is attracted to my kind of vagina. But what I have learned about listening to the women talking about their vaginas, I think everybody has an issue with it and everybody feels insecure with theirs. So for me, that was like a little bit more comforting because I was like, oh, okay, so you feel the same way about yours? That's great. Okay, I'm not alone. Oh, whatever, I'm going to move past it. Now, I do want to back up and say when he was asking if it's a if it's a topic for discussion, 
to a new play partner, I think that really depends on the play composition and where the play is taking place and all these things that relates to what this gentleman mentioned in his comment on there's a time and place for everything. If you're going to the club and you're just like doing a quick bang and you're just like, you know, doing your play thing at the club, I don't think that there's a reason for anybody to have to talk about it. You go in there, you fuck, you do your thing, and that's great. But if it's going to be, you know, somebody that you're, you know, going to have a longer term type of play with, then I would say having these conversations would be healthy. Because if you're going to have a longer play relationship, I think that then the intimacy changes. I think that the trust factors change. It really changes the whole dynamics of what that composition is. And so that might be a little bit more personable and for you to learn and grow together in a sexual way with what you are all working with. So I know that there are comments that touch upon this later on, but I wanted to make sure that I really added my point of view in there because um, I didn't talk about that earlier. Um, Okay, so this commenter says, talk about it ahead of time. Explain your feelings too. Get good with your hands. The penis in general is so small and limited. It requires so much of the body to operate. A diamond cutter is worth more than a jackhammer. Um, so I'm going to go back to this in just one second. Somebody's asking, what are your thoughts on the events on FetLife? Um, I don't really participate on FetLife. We do have an account on there, but there's way too many platforms for me to navigate. And since we're not primarily kink, FetLife really just is not the place for me to focus. My focus is on SDC. They're the largest international swingers website. So for me, that makes more sense for me to dabble there. Um, They're a huge supporter of myself. I do do educational series on there too. So that's that's my focus. Um, So... The other thing I want to make mention too is, you know, there's toys. I love, 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 love toys. They can't, there can't be enough toys. And I think that that's super fun. So, you know, maybe have those kinds of discussions ahead of time, not necessarily bringing up, you know, what your insecurities are, but more so saying, you know, how do you feel about being fingered? How do you feel about dildo? How do you feel about these different sexual enhancements and navigate that way? So at least it's a conversation to allow you to feel comfortable in your journey with this new sexual partner, but you're not really acknowledging what the true insecurity is. You're kind of doing your homework in a really great way. But these are the conversations we should be having with our play partners to begin with, you know, at up front. What are your wants? What are your needs, your desires, and all these sexual things that you're looking for? So that can happen in the upfront conversation without it being weird, awkward, or uncomfortable or out of place. And that's what you want. Um, okay, thank you so much for the compliments. Dube is saying, are bisexual men a norm in mixed gatherings? I want to grab a trans beauty, but don't want to stand out. So I am really proud to say that Mindbender Parties is super inclusive to every single lifestyle. You can find every kind of composition at our events, and that makes me very happy. We are a little melting pot of adult lifestylers in their naughtiest ways, and that makes my heart smile. So I think that, you know, if you take your time and you really get to know others, I think that you'll find exactly what you're looking for. Now, our next commenter, says 
We all have our quirks. I have a ton of though I have a ton of loose skin and pancake boobies from multiple health items and childbirth, but they are still mine. They tell my story. I guess what I'm saying is that while it may feel embarrassing, I feel that a mature play partner will have that discussion with you or it won't matter. Focus on what you have to bring to the table. For me personally, it's about can he get the job done and the journey to get there. Does he know what he's doing? Oral and fingers are a thing. Play scenes can be discussed. And it's pretty much just like what I just shared with all these things should already be in your upfront discussions on rules, boundaries, and all these different things. So I really like how my thoughts kind of morphed right into what this new commenter said here. Now this brings in a little bit of a different perspective. And I thought that this was a really great devil's advocate to it all. For those of you that are joining on Instagram, I'm Izzy Bender, I'm a swingers lifestyle influencer, educator, and we're talking about body insecurities. Um, so this person says, are you overthinking? Yes, you are. The beauty in that is I don't know many people who don't. I overthink constantly. I'm very insecure about my size, but I've never had a complaint. Be honest, be yourself. If you feel like you should tell them prior, go for it. I can totally understand the concern though. Always better to be honest and upfront. Hey, this is what I'm working with. You in or are you out? I've actually used that before and luckily it worked. So I think that this was a really great way from a gentleman's standpoint because clearly sharing that there's insecurities across the board. And and honestly, like I know that many guys think that the bigger your dick is, the better things are, but I mean, not necessarily, right? Because it's all about how it fits within the female. All of our bodies are shaped differently. Everything, you know, sinks differently and everything feels differently shapes like you know all of it so it doesn't matter for me personally i don't really care about length or anything of the sorts because it really is about how it's fitted within my body that particular day because the female body is constantly changing and depending on where we are in our cycle and what's going on with our insides it really jacks things up my insides tend to get a little bit more inflamed more frequently and I do have a lot more female issues um, and because of my female issues they really mess up my insides a lot and depending on what's happening at that moment in time I can't go in cer certain positions I can't do certain certain things without it hurting or feeling uncomfortable. And so for me, it really is going to be dependent on the day and how we collide and how we mesh. So even with my own current partner, his pee pee doesn't feel the same to me every single time we bang because I'm constantly different. And then, you know, if we got, we have like hardcore sessions and like, it's just like, there's so many different things that can happen that I would say, just remember size don't matter. <laughs> and I do agree. Like if, if you feel so strongly about it, that you feel like you want to talk about it with somebody, then you talk about it with them because that's, what's going to make you feel comfortable. But I don't think that there's a need to talk to anybody about it. I, I wholeheartedly don't, except for if you're gonna go into a longer term relationship per se, and you know you feel like just going into all these different details over time. I did say pee pee. I usually say Pepe, 
But I, you know, sometimes I get jammed up, like, because as I'm speaking, I forget that I'm not allowed to say certain things on social media and they, like, flag you. So, like, I have the tendency to just curse and say ridiculous things. Meanwhile, I can get flagged at any point in time. So I gotta, I gotta, like, be, be careful. Okay. So, um, this next person, kind of in line with the person before, they say, I do think you're overthinking. Also, whether or not to have discussions regarding your concern really depends on the situation. If we're talking about a potential long-term partner, someone you want to be more intimate with, or someone you want to stick around with, then you may want to discuss prior. Or the contrary. If this is a quick hookup scenario, I don't think it's necessary. Realistically, we don't know what our potential play partners are working with. 99.9% of the time, if you have a dazzle, if if you have to dazzle the pants off me, you're worth, you're worth, if you have to dazzle, if you have, blah, 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 blah. Let me try one more time. If you have dazzled the pants off of me, then you're already worthy of banging regardless. And this is my opinion. It's going down. We all have insecurities. All of us. Be confident and play to your strengths. And I think that this is a very consistent message and that makes me happy, is that we all have something that we're really good at when we're banging. I'm really good at giving a boop boop job and I feel really proud about that. I'm really good at it, I love it, I enjoy it. So I think that for me, since I enjoy the, the job, then it makes me want to do it so much more. It makes me want to engage so mo much more. And I'm not focused on any of the other insecurities. So if you have something that you wholeheartedly love, then focus on that and play that as your strength and make that be, you know, your highlight. And just follow then the tune of the body afterwards. Um, okay, so we have a question on Instagram. Any opinions on or words on what to do after you hook up with somebody at a club? but you don't want to feel obligated to share contact information afterwards. Oh, listen, I don't think that you're obligated to share information with anybody at the club. I think that you're allowed to say, oh my God, that was really fantastic. Maybe I'll see you around again soon. You don't have to say anything at all. You know, when you're at the club, the club is like a really, it, it, it's honestly like a hookup place. It's just, you're just going and you're just going to do your thing. There's no obligation to share any kind of contact information with anybody. So don't feel obligated. Don't forget, everybody has different play styles and everybody has different ways of working. I mean, if you wanted to, you could even say it up front. Like, hey, listen, I'm not looking to, you know, make friends from here. I really just come to the club and bang. And then that's probably going to be the most of it, you know. And you could have the conversation with them and let them know what your play style is and, and, and how, you know, how you operate. That should be the conversation when you're talking about your rules, boundaries, wants, needs, desires, and all those different things when you're talking about getting into a play scene. But what I find happens at the club is there's not much of that because you're, you've been drinking and, you know, things just kind of flow or whatever. And the conversation of rules, boundaries, and all that stuff gets missed and you just go right into it. So, you know, it's really a matter of being responsible and making sure that you're having the conversations when and how you should be, my personal opinion. But, yeah, no, you're not obligated to share anything with anybody. Okay. So back to the commenters. What is the next one? I love this one. Instagrammers, thank you for joining. We're talking about body insecurities and the swingers lifestyle. Okay, so 
what I will say is be you. Be proud of who you are. I suffer from gender dysmorphia, transgender, so I constantly face body issues. I too have to disclose this to play partners and fear that once disclosed, they will reject me. However, it's their issue even though it doesn't feel well and I still take my authentic self over someone that can't accept things. Only one, the only one you need to be authentic to is yourself plus this lifestyle. We tend to develop friendships first and that may lead to fun. Friends embrace our flaws and support and build our spirits. You can listen to part of my story on Mizzy Bender podcast. So I thought that this was a really great comment and a different perspective. So I did have the opportunity and I was so thankful to be able to share her story of being transgender and her journey through her transition and everything like that. So for her to put on her comment and be able to share a different side of things, I thought was really great because it wasn't anything that I had ever thought about and I couldn't even imagine trying to have those conversations and still trying to, you know, because then those conversations go into deeper conversations. So I was really thankful that this point of view was added. And if anybody is interested in that podcast, you can find it on my podcast. It is... um, I actually don't know the the title of it and it was probably about two years ago now so it's an older one okay um carol is saying that jim is so cute he is a cutie okay next commenter i always say i work with what genetics gave me is it impressive not really to me but have never gotten complaints either anyone on fet can see that what really matters is the connection to mind body and spirit you got oh no us guys tend to overthink our members most partners don't care what it looks like because it's let's be open and honest that they aren't the most attractive things if that's all your potential play partner is thinking about then they probably are not around for the long term while being open and honest is a great thing sometimes it isn't the first thing on a person's mind they don't accept you for you move on there are always other opportunities out there i love this one too so i i agree wholeheartedly with this the whole purpose of the swingers adult alternative lifestyle is supposed to be about being accepted for who you are in your complete self and that's not trying to change yourself that's not anything It is just to be accepted for exactly as you are and all your quirks and everything that comes along with it. And if people don't accept you for all of that, then they definitely are not your tribe. And that's okay too, because not every personality is gonna jive. Not everybody's gonna match. Just like we all have different sexual attractions, we all have different ideas of friendships. And so it's okay not to mesh with others and it's okay, but you also have to understand that not everybody's gonna Not everybody is going to be accepting of you and you have to understand that and you have to be able to, you know, walk away, but not allow it to, to impact your self-esteem in any kind of way, because it's not about you. It's just about them and what they're looking for out of friendship. So, you know, it, it not, it's never about us. I'll always say that never about us. Okay. I'll see you later, Mr. Alex. I'll catch you on the flip side. I know I'll see you around town. Um, okay, Instagrammers, Facebooks, we are still at it. 
So I'm really happy that we've had so much dialogue around the body insecurities because I think it's really important to have everybody acknowledge that we have body issues and to understand that it is a natural emotion or reaction to things. I recently started to go live on Facebook and Instagram and wherever I go live, you know, with my hair goddamn mess and no, no makeup on or, you know, just in my most natural self, probably just waking up, I don't know, I, at all given hours, because I think that that's a more realistic understanding of our lifestyle, right? I mean, we don't all wake up and put on fucking red lipstick, you know? I mean, I even minimized it for this. I, I put on a little mascara, I guess, but... You know, point being is I'm really trying to bring it back to a natural beauty thing because I think that the world's gotten so far out of control on what the image is supposed to be and what we're supposed to live up to as individuals. And it's unrealistic. You know, you look at all of the, um, you know, celebrities and all the influencers in the celebrity arena there. It's so far-fetched on what the beauty is um, that they're they're mapping out that nobody realistically can can live up to it. And so for me to go the complete opposite way and say, you know what, I'm going to go up and hear my bare natural self and I do hope you accept me for that is my next powerful movement because I can't. Um, Ralph is asking if you can come alone. So singles are welcome to our events, not single gentlemen are not welcome to every event. So you have to really be, um, you really have to explore your surroundings. You really need to do your homework on the club. You really need to, um, just understand the community that you're going to be engaging with. And so just be careful with that. Um, okay. Next I always, this always goes like the different direction. I always have to flip it. Although I am really liking having my notes on, on here. I used to sit here and write it all out, which is crazy because if you see how many words some of these have, who the fuck is writing all this shit out? Okay. Um, so this is another comment and this is a really great one too. They're all really great, which is why I love talking about them. I'll tell you the same thing. I tell everyone with insecurities in the lifestyle. Relax. It's just sex. Stop trying to impress everyone and make every person you meet a lifelong friend. You're literally creating stress out of nothing. And it's so true. It is so absolutely true. I don't think that, well, you know, it's, it's interesting because you have, I know who this person is and, and who, uh, and what his, his perspective is on living the lifestyle. And he lives very free and bold and different and very not like myself. And so I thought it was really great to have him just put his comment in there. It's just sex. Because it's right. It is just sex. At the end of the day, it feels good. Everybody wants it. And you get to try all these different things out. So just let go and not let all the body issues, you know, take over. I, what the one thing that I love about our events is you will see body styles and body shapes of every single size in every single direction and that's what makes me feel comforted of feeling like I am in an environment that we all each have our own bodies and we're all here playing and dancing and swinging and having a great old time together and for me that makes me so happy to know that I could go to a place and it doesn't matter on what we look like. It doesn't matter and it doesn't, you can't compare because we're all different. And so come to a Mind Men and Parties event and we don't ever have to worry about insecurities anymore.
I think that we're kind of like close to the end here and uh, okay I am gonna share this comment too <laughs> yes discussing it is probably okay as in many things that should be like rules hard nose agreements preferences but I have been with somebody who had prostate cancer before. He didn't get as hard and no ejaculation. Made no difference to me because he was good at pleasing. He was also close to 70. He's still a freak all week. Been with a very, he's been with very, been with very small and if they are hard, it's still gonna work for me. Personally, I don't like more than five to six inches at most. I'm on the smaller side and that hurts when it's more than that. We are all on different, we are all different. If someone has an issue, well then that's on them. Perhaps they aren't mature enough or into giving it a try. Open talk is always good. Thank you for having the courage to share your concerns. I thought that this was brilliant and a really great way to end the show. I guess I didn't plug my computer in and it's close to dead, so I don't want to lose my FaceTime here on you guys or my Facebook or whatever this is. So I think that this was a really great discussion on body insecurities. It's obvious. We all suffer from it. We all have different things about us that make us feel uncomfortable, that make us feel strange. But at the end of the day, we need to embrace who we are and we need to come together as a community and support one another. So I do hope you continue to follow my pages and join Mondays with Mizzy at 4.30 p.m. Eastern on Mondays so we can continue to have the conversation. Don't forget to register for MizzyBender.com and mindbenderparties.com to stay up to date on blogs, events, current events, information, whatever the heck. Go follow the Mizzy Bender Show on your favorite podcast network. Leave a review, comment, and all that jazz because your engagement and interactions helps my success, and I would really appreciate all of your love and generosity. So until next time, you guys, let's talk to you super soon. 